and welcome to the Informed Traveler podcast, part of the Informed Traveler radio show, which is heard each week on Chorus Radio. It's a travel podcast where our goal is to help you become a more informed traveler. And I'm your host, Randy Sharman. On our podcast this week, it is all about the great outdoors as we'll chat about the concept of glamping or glamorous camping with travel writer Jody Robbins. She recently wrote a piece for OCanada.com on the best glamping spots in Canada. So we'll do that in a few minutes' time. And then we'll head to Jasper National Park to learn a bit about motorcycle tours from the folks at Jasper Motorcycle Tours. It's the kind of tour that you can enjoy without having to know how to operate a bike. It's my kind of tour. But to begin our podcast this week, we're very excited to announce the first winner of our Canada Day giveaway contest, where you can win a pair of Diners Wrap body blankets each week from now until the weekend before Canada Day. And joining us now to tell us the story behind Diners Wrap and how you can win is Rick Ruption. He's from Red Sleep Innovations, the company that brings you the Diners Wrap. Hi, Rick. Hi there, uh, Randy. Thanks for uh, thanks for the opportunity to talk to you. Well, this really is pretty ex- about um, explaining uh, our product. This is pretty exciting. We got a lot of Diners Wraps to give away for our Canada Day promotion. Uh, we'll tell people how they can enter in just a few moments. But uh, first of all, tell me just uh, about the Diners Wrap. How it came about. Well, the Diners Wrap is uh, the next phase of our, um, our company evolution. We're at heart, Red Sleep Innovations is a, is a bedding company. Uh, a few years ago, about five years ago, we redesigned um, and repatented or patented the, uh, the duvet so it, you can sleep more comfortably. Um, but uh, as a small company, startup the way we are, uh, bootstrapping, uh, we re- discovered that um, there is a lot, of, uh, a lot of money needed to be spent on marketing <laughs> for, uh, for a duvet. So we um, uh, paused for a moment and, and realized um, another solution to, to get us to that goal. Um, and uh, we came out with our first product last year called the Diner's Wrap. It's um, it's so the the blanket has been reinvented. It's still basically the blanket that we're all comf- uh, comfortable with that we know. I mean, we all had our favorite blankie as kids, and uh, <laughs> it's you know different. Um, it's just what we have done now is, is we've uh, designed the blanket so it's um, it's a two part system. So it um, what it does is it allows. Full coverage at at all times, you know, regardless what act, whatever activity activity you're going to be doing. So, um, you know, if you're at a uh, kitchen table or you're outside at, at a di- you know at a restaurant dining, uh, you can wear the product. It keeps you covered, keeps you warm, uh, gives you free access to your hands, and uh, so you're not having to fuddle and and uh, adjust blankets. Um, and it's it's a great warm fuzzy product that um, you know cuts back the wind and uh, kind of keeps the rain off you if it does start to drizzle a little bit. But um, it's um, it's the reinvented blanket is what we really come up with, and mm-hmm. um, and and it has so many other features that are so many possibilities. I mean, we we focused on the on the dining industry initially, uh, only because of how coronavirus has has changed how we look at um, at that activity. But um, it really covers everything. I mean, um, we've got people now that are that are taking it on uh, on vacations with them, and. And it it does it fills the void that any other blanket does or that any other blanket would previously um, you'd previously use it for. So if you're on a cruise, you can uh, cover yourself up and um, and and stay warm. If you're um, uh, at a, you know, sitting outside at a campfire and you're you're camping, you know you can put it on in the evening. As so many people wear blankets by the campfire. Mm. It, 
So it just gives you that freedom to, uh, say, hold your beer and stay warm. <laughs> <laughs> Which is um, very important, I might add. <laughs> it really is what we're, we're used to using all of our lives, but, it, but it's been redesigned and, and, um, and improved to give complete coverage and, and stay on you so it doesn't fall over or fall off. And it's, um, it, it's a very simple um, couple of snaps. You put it together, and if you just want to wear the, um, the top section on its own, you're... Um, you know, you don't have to put the body blanket on. You can just wear the top section and keep your upper body uh, covered. But, uh, yeah, the, the key difference is that you have complete mobility and movement of your arms without losing that coverage, and it gives you full coverage on your body at, at all times. So it's, um, it's a superior product to what, you know, we've, we've been using for our whole lives. Well, it is pretty compact, so, yeah, it, it doesn't take up a whole lot of space in your campsite or your backpack or, or whatever, right? Well, and, and that's just it. It's it's designed so it's completely portable. Uh, you know, throw it in the back of your truck or your car, and and take it with you where, whenever you're going on on a whim. Um, but it it packs up just just great, and it's um totally portable. It's designed to um comes with a carrying strap as well, so uh, it, it transfers just as well for any outside activity or or vacation act- activity to your patio deck, to um, even sitting at home <laughs> watching TV. You, you know, you put it on. It, it's designed so it actually fits two different ways. So it, it's convertible either as a sitting product or if you're laying down uh, you know, on a sofa, um, it, it, you connect it in a different fashion and um, still keeps your upper body completely covered um, and gives you access to your arms. Um, so it really wraps you up uh, and keeps you covered 100% of the time. And we are giving away, we're calling it the Canada Day uh, giveaway, and that's because we're giving away a pair of diner's wraps each weekend, right up until Canada Day, the weekend before Canada Day. So uh, two each weekend, and then we have a final grand prize draw on uh, the end of June, June 27th, with uh, four diner's wraps. And here is how you can enter. You go to relaxexhaledream.com. It's all one word, relaxexhaledream.com. Com. You scroll down on the website on the main page, you'll see a picture of the uh, diner's wrap right there, and then it says Canada Day Giveaway, and click Enter to Win, and it's simple as that. It takes you to the page where you enter your name, and uh, we'll be making a draw uh, each week, including this week, Rick. Absolutely. And that winner is Kim Van Dam. Kim, you're our first winner of our Canada Day giveaway, your pair of diners wrap body blankets are on the way, and we'll be making another draw next week, so make sure you get your name entered at relaxexhaledream.com. We'll announce another winner, as I mentioned, next week. And good luck to everyone that's um, uh, that's uh, entering. Um, it'll be a fun product to have uh, you know, all the time, but especially for Canada Day weekend. Rick Rupchin is uh, from Red Sleep Innovations. They bring you the diner's wrap. Again, that website, relaxexhaledream.com. Enter to win, and uh, good luck in the draw. Thanks, Rick. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Randy. Take care. Well, if you're like me, you love being in the outdoors, but when it comes to settling in for the night, the idea of roughing it isn't all that appealing. And that's where the concept of glamping comes in. So here now to talk more about glamping is travel writer Jody Robbins. 
who recently posted an article on the OCanada.com website titled The Best Glamping Spots in Canada. Her website, by the way, is travelswithbaggage.com. Hi, Jody. Hey, Randy. How's it going? I'm well, thank you. What is glamping for those that may not have experienced yes. it? Yeah, so glamping is a, a combination of glamour camping. So I think it actually kind of invent, got invented at Glastonbury at some of the music festivals in, uh, in the UK a bunch of years ago. It's been going strong for at least a decade. And it's a great way to introduce people to the great outdoors who may not like roughing it. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> it's all of us, isn't it? I think when you're younger, you do the camping. And then as you get uh, older, it becomes glamping. (laughs) No, it's true because, you know, so many of these glamping accommodations, you know, include um, a floor and uh, a mattress and covered accommodation, which is interesting. Parks Canada doesn't refer to their alternative accommodation as glamping, though we would call it glamping, (laughs) but they call it roof and alternative accommodation. Um, But really, it's the same thing. And it's not a soggy tent, which is all we care about. Yeah. And it's more to it than that, though. I I would think that um, not all glamping sites are equal, are they? You get some that are some that are kind of basic and then some that are really quite luxurious. (laughs) No, it's true. It really does range. So, you know, a great example close to Calgary is at Aspen Crossing. And what they've done is they've taken some old train cars Mm -hmm. and they've completely retrofitted them. So to me, it's more like a hotel. I mean, they even have cable TV and you've got your own fire pit. (laughs) But, you know, you're in the outdoors. So you can be outdoors or indoors as much as you like, which is great because, as we all know, weather here in the Rockies can be very unpredictable, even in summertime. Best glamping spots in Canada, by the way, is the article Canada.com. Did you go coast to coast on a nationwide tour? (laughs) I wish. I I have been to a lot of them. So I would say... Really high up there on my list is Ridgeback Lodge. It's about a 40-minute drive outside of St. John, New Brunswick. It is so fantastic and lovely. Um, it's, they, were, they were one of the first to bring in geodomes. Now, we're seeing geodomes as a glamping um, accommodation everywhere now. So outside of Elk Island Park, they have one and many other places. But Ridgeback Lodge really has been like the OG of this. And so this dome comes with a wood-fired hot tub um, that you've got to, like, feed it wood (laughs) all day. And, you know, there's a whole wall of windows. You've got a mini kitchen there. You've got a shower. It's just, it's really like an otherworldly experience. It's pretty cool. So Uh definitely that one's pretty sweet. Um, Closer to home, you can get, just for the sheer range, Rocky Mountain House is fantastic. So Rocky Mountain House is a national historic site and they've got, you know, a variety of different experiences there. You can stay in a First Nations teepee or a Métis trapper tent. Uh, You get beds in the trapper's tent. But what's really neat about it is that Parks Canada offers you these fire starting kits and a period cooking class (laughs) and they give you period cooking utensils. So it's it's pretty fun, and it's really unlike any kind of camping experience you've probably ever had. Do you need to bring a lot of stuff? Can I just show up uh, at some of these glamping sites and they'll look after everything? 
Yeah, and that's where it really varies. So you're going to have to go into the detail. Um, but it's fine because they all offer it. So, you know, if you go into Parks Canada and you look in their section for Authentics or Oasis or their microcubes, it details what each one has. So typically what you can expect is a bed. And <laughs> and that's sort of like at least you're going to get a bed. But some of not all of them provide the linens. So some of them you might have to provide, bring your own um, blanket or sleeping bag or what have you. Some of them don't have cooking utensils. Some do provide the utensils. Some have a space heater in there. Some don't. Some have a shower. Some it's shared. So really it varies. And that's where it's, you know, buyer beware because you've got to just read it. And they, they all fully disclose, but just so you know what you're getting into. And there's also uh, tour operators. Uh, I'm thinking of some of the uh, operators that do the um, horseback riding, and they'll offer a glamping experience as well. And they do look after everything. They cook your meals, and, and they do the, the, everything for you, right? Yes, and and that's just what's great about it. You know, when you get the all-in-one and you don't have to worry about it. Um, yeah, so, yeah, there's lots of variety out there. and. The issue right now is, can you get in, right? Because (laughs) here we are, even though we're just at the cusp of summer season, so many of these spots have been booked out. And if we're looking at another summer in Canada, um, definitely weekends are much harder to come by. But you can still find glamping options midweek. And I think a lot of people probably have banked tons of vacation time during this pandemic. So Mm. don't, don't be afraid to use it. Well, yeah, and that's good advice, too, because I was going to ask how far in advance, because I would think the experienced glampers know this. <laughs> they're probably, <laughs> as soon as they leave their spot, they're booking as soon as they can uh, for uh, that spot or something similar. No, it's true. And I remember when they had the uh, the comfort camping units out at Dinosaur Provincial Park, which I actually think that they have reinstated. But uh, anyway, it's always been difficult to get any kinds of glamping or safari type tents or what have you units on a summer weekend that, you know, it's just really been magnified. So yes, definitely book in advance, but you can still get experiences this summer. You just may be staying on a Sunday and Monday night instead and working it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk to, or tell me about Snow Forest. It's in your article, uh, Mount Revelstoke National Park. Yes. You know, there's a lot going on new this summer in the Revelstoke, you know, Kootenai Rockies area. And so this campground, I think it actually, it might have opened last year. It had a soft opening and the micro cubes were up and ready. But because of COVID and everyone not knowing, you know, what was up, mm-hmm. they uh, they didn't launch them. So these micro cubes at Snow Forest um, are these tiny, tiny wooden cabins. I think it's like, you know, 10 meters square. <laughs> um, but they have a wall of windows and there's just enough room for a table, a couple chairs and a bed. But they also have front country camping sites uh, for tents and RVs if you can't get into the microcube. Mm-hmm. And what's great about the Snow Forest um, camp spot is you're only two kilometers away by bike or foot from Revelstoke. And it's a bit further by car. It's like five kilometers by car. Still not a long distance. But it's it's lovely because at Snow Forest, you're really able to feel like you're back to nature. But if you want those creature comforts and you want to go out for lunch or it's raining and you want to go in town, you've got that option. Yeah. Of going well, it's... 
it's funny that it's closer by foot or bike than it is. I know. <laughs> I'm dying to check it out. But you have to also, if you're going to be traveling along the Trans Canada, you know, from that route Calgary, you know, Golden to Revelstoke, there is that highway construction yes. which should be um, contained, uh, not happening during the day. They might still have it going on at night, but yeah. that is just something to be cognizant of. Mm-hmm. And also, yes, we are assuming that uh, things are opening and opening up. Uh, in the summertime, and you can travel within the provinces. Uh, let's uh, give me an example of maybe somewhere in uh, Quebec or Ontario. Yeah, so this is a great option in Ontario, and it's called La Boat. So it's like glamping, but on water. Yeah. So, yeah, technically it's a houseboat, but really it's not like one of those massive houseboats that you see in the Okanagan or Shushwap region. <laughs> this is like a little mini yacht, and it sleeps five to seven in three bedrooms. I have traveled on one of these pre-pandemic. Super fun. I don't have any kind of a sailing license. Doesn't matter. They give you a lesson beforehand. <laughs> and you cruise down the Rideau Canal. So you start in Smith's Falls, which is about, I don't know, 40-minute drive or so from Ottawa. And you can go back towards Ottawa or you can go towards Kingston. And it just, it's so fun, it, you know, cruising along. It's like a 125-mile stretch of water. And you're stopping at these, you know, historic villages, you know, all this War of 1812 paraphernalia and sites. And uh, it's just so relaxing. And it's a great way to stay contained within your own little travel bubble of your family mm-hmm. or, you know, however you make your bubble, but still be able to be outside, be on the water and go visit other cute, historic, charming towns. The best glamping spots in Canada. It's my kind of camping, I must admit. Uh, is, uh, you can find the article ocanada.com, uh, the website o.canada.com, and Jody Robbins, travel writer. Her website travelswithbaggage.com. It's always fun to chat with you, Jody. Thank you. Thanks. Have a great summer. Well, keeping with our theme of exploring the great outdoors, how about exploring Jasper National Park on a motorcycle? And the best part is that you don't even need to know how to ride one to do it. My kind of bike tour. The folks that do that for you are from Jasper Motorcycle Tours, and the owner-operator of Jasper Motorcycle Tours is Candace Broughton. Their website is jaspermotorcycletours.com. Hi, Candace. Hi, Randy. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Are you excited for the summer? I actually am. It's the the mood is different. Things are starting to open up. There's already people walking around and patios are back open. So just the whole energy is it seems to be coming around. So it's it's great. Well, let's talk about uh, motorcycle tours. How long have you been uh, running motorbike tours through Jasper now? Oh, geez. Well, we started in 07. So what this I think this is our 15th season we're doing this. Yeah. So it's just great. And we've got a bunch of people just ready and waiting to ride again. So after the quiet summer last year, people weren't moving around too much, but we're ready to go. Cool. Well, let's talk about some of the tours, the concept behind your tours. I'm not a motorcycle person, but I can still take a tour, can't I? That's the great thing about it. Yes. So the the thing with it, the tours are we drive the motorcycles. So you do not need a motorcycle license. You don't need gear. You don't need anything. Um, we do the driving. We carry two passengers per motorcycle. We dress you fully in leathers from head to toe. We supply 
safety glasses, we'll supply a neck warmer, we'll supply a heated vest if it's chilly, we've got all the gear, all you have to do is wear uh, closed toe shoes type of thing. Um, passengers switch out between the sidecar and behind the driver and we kind of take turns as we go out on tour and we pretty much can take you anywhere in the national park you want to go. Nice. Uh, your website is jaspermotorcycletours.com. Yes. There's different types of tours. You can kind of do a three-hour, one-hour. Um, it depends on how much time you have, I would think, right? Well, absolutely. Like, um, we offer a variety of tours. We have suggestions of where we can go in that time frame. For instance, in a one-hour tour, there's um, a lovely trip up the Marmot Basin Ski Hill Road. There's no traffic as the ski hill is closed. Or we can do a combination of maybe Pyramid Lake and maybe out to behind Jasper Park Lodge at Lac Beauvert. That's options for a one hour. Two hours we can go a little farther. The most popular is the Lake Edith Cavell tour, or Mount Edith Cavell, I'm sorry, tour. It's a windy, twisty road up to the top of the glacier. Um, or we can do a combination of a waterfalls tour, maybe heading out to Athabasca Falls, um, Sunwapta Falls type of thing. Uh, three hours a little farther, we can get up to Maline Lake, and you know what the, we sightsee along the way up that road. You've got the Maline Canyon, you've got Medicine Lake, Maline Lake at the top. Take, get off the bike, take a walk up to the lake, have a look around. Um, but basically, you're right. Like I like to really discuss with people where they've been, what they've seen, and we can basically do whatever they want. Um, you know, we'll just kind of create a tour depending on how much time they want to go out the most popular is a two-hour tour one hour sometimes isn't enough mm -hmm. three hours can be maybe too much in their day all are great of course we've ridden all day we'll ride with people all day but <laughs> those are kind of the the it's the time frame so yeah and we can fit you in any time in the day it's light out until 11 o'clock at night so <laughs> yeah this is a perfect time of year right you get a lot of daylight uh, how early would you start a tour Generally, 8 o'clock is the earliest start time type of thing. 9.30 is about average. So, But yeah, we, we'll run at 8 o'clock. It's a nice morning, not quite sunrise because the sun's up at 5. But yeah, 8 o'clock is a start time. Probably last tour of the day is around 8. And are these private tours or are you with somebody else? How, how many people in a typical tour? Well, there's two per motorcycle. So but we can take groups up to 10. So if you have a large group that you're traveling with or a larger family or however you do, it is a private tour with whatever group you come in with. Um, just with all the COVID rules and stuff, you mm -hmm. will just be traveling with your own family or with your own, um, just the group you've kind of come together with. Mm -hmm. So we, we're kind of keeping that uh, as, as a rule this year with all of that. Um, everybody has little uh, uh, neck tubes and, they're, and they, they're, they pull up over your face, so it kind of works as a face mask too, so yeah. Um, you get a very good visual when you go on your website, jaspermotorcycletours.com. But uh, for those that are looking at the website right now, you're in a sidecar. One person's in a sidecar. One person is riding behind the, the, the driver, right? You betcha. Yeah, you betcha. And, and so, then, like I said, we'll switch off. Like if you will stop halfway and take turns and switch. So each person gets a turn in the sidecar and one behind the driver kind of thing. Now, uh, last year, and I know you didn't run very many tours last year, but uh, last year, I'm talking about the wildlife. They seem to move back into the park. What are you seeing for wildlife so far? Are you seeing oh, more than usual? It, yeah, we are. It, the, like the bear population has grown. Like 
we there's there's a there's a family of uh, three cubs and the mom and it's it's generally she lets her young go at about two years old but these four are sticking together, so they're around a lot and there's there's lots of groups of them all over the place. So I the wildlife uh, that year that year or two of a break that we got with COVID is the wildlife <laughs> have popped out and the elk are always around. We see them a lot and then um, you know still the wolves like to stay back and stuff like that. In the back country, then you see your your mountain sheep and your um, your goats and stuff. So yeah, wildlife viewing is amazing. It's you can pretty much guarantee a sighting these days. Well, and motorcycles are noisy. Come on, Candace, don't they scare well, the wildlife? You know, don't they scare them it's... away? Or the or the, <laughs> the bears just kind of used to it now? They don't even move. Like we're very very respectful when we don't go riding around the wildlife. Like we basically slow right down, and sometimes we'll even shut the engine off and just kind of roll away from. Uh, if we're uh, looking at a bear or cruising by, if we just yeah. kind of keep it slow, like the, the vehicles are there. So vehicle and a motorcycle, they're about the same, same. And of course, we're very respectful. Nobody gets off the bike mm-hmm. or makes any, you know, sudden movements or anything. It's almost your voices. So we're kind of, we're quiet too. Yeah. We keep it quiet. And so, yeah, it's, we've worked it out and it's, it's great. Must be pretty uh, amazing experience, especially for someone who's never been that close to wildlife or even um, experienced uh, a motorcycle ride and, and being in the mountains and, and the fresh air and everything, right? It is. It's amazing. So you take the little two, we can take a two or three year old as long as they fit the helmet. They generally tend to fall asleep. Even the mother <laughs> who says, my child does not nap. I said, you know what? Give me 10 minutes in the sidecar. The little guy will fall asleep. So for those tours, those are a good for a one hour because the kids don't stay awake. Not that the tour is not exciting, but, um, and then the other end of it is we've had 93-year-old ladies that had never been on a bike. They just love it. It's just such an amazing experience. People like to call it a bucket list experience. It's something they can kind of check off their list of things to do, and they, you know, it's just to them, it's a crazy thing that they're doing, Go getting on a Harley and going for a ride, so, you know, it's like, we're like, well, it's not that scary, crazy, <laughs> but to them it is. It's just they're like so tickled and and I my my story about that is I had a lady on a ride and she's fairly quiet. So I of course I'm like wondering if she felt safe or if she felt okay, but she was like, No, I'm just taking it all in and <laughs> she goes, You gotta understand it's like riding into a painting. She was so <laughs> just in awe of the scenery and it's like some that's stuff we have to remember in Jasper, like the scenery is so amazing and we can it's different if you came in on a on a in a car on the Icefields Parkway if we take you back there on a motorcycle you see different things and you feel and you experience different things and just to be clear you never go off road or anything like that it's not that type of an experience you're staying on the main roads right we have to stay on the highway (laughs) (laughs) which is you know that's okay yeah exactly we don't tour into BC as we only operate in Alberta so we kind of keep it in the park is when is where our tours go. So basically any paved road that you can find in the park, we can go. <laughs> What's the best way to, to book a tour? Just go on your website, I would guess. Yeah, just go to the website, the email address. You can book through the website and you can actually go right in and, and pick your time and pick book your tour that way. Uh, and uh, I guess you'd want to book in advance just so you're not disappointed, right? At least 24 to 48 hours. Like I said, this year um, the tour buses are still not coming from out of country. So it's just a lot of local traffic, so basically we're just booking, uh, it's called FIT, which is just families or bookings of two. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if we got 24 to 48 hours, we're totally fine. We're totally fine with a walk-in, 
we just will schedule a driver and get it lined up with you for in, in the, within a couple of hours. Yeah. 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 Well, it'd be a great summer to do that. The uh, wildlife is is waiting for you, and and uh, exactly. you don't have to wait too long to get a tour. Candace Broughton is the owner operator of Jasper Motorcycle Tours. JasperMotorcycleTours.com. It was nice chatting with you, Candace. Here's to a good summer. Thank you, Randy, for calling. Nice talking to you again. And that is this week's Informed Traveler podcast. Remember, this is the podcast version of the Informed Traveler radio show heard each week on Chorus Radio. You can find more information on the show at our website at theinformedtraveler.ca. So thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, let us know. Leave us a review. Tell a friend. And if you want to drop me a line, my email is randy at theinformedtraveler.ca. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash informedtraveler. Or you can follow me on Twitter at informedtraveler.com.